welcome to the podcast Life of Emerald. We all have mental and physical health. You know they go both hand in hand. They are connected. But have we as society stigmatized mental health to our detriment? Let's talk about it. You're listening to the podcast Life of Emerald. I'm your host, Kate. We're a spiritual organization empowering millennials and Generation X to stand up to the universal truth, grounded in oneness with the creation based on love, peace, harmony. Be true to yourself. We balance the science and spirituality, modern innovation, and ancient wisdom. Shall we normalize mental health in 2022? This is a global movement. Make mental health normal. Our honorable guest today is Jason Cooper. For over 25 years of global experience, Jason has been helping people and companies build value with connection and building effective relationships that last. He coaches and trains salespeople to master their relationship with clients and prospects. A lot of sales training emphasizes tactics used to get a yes for pitching persuasively. But in today's environment, the most important asset is the relationship you have with your clients. Jason's approach to sales training centers on critical areas such as self-motivation, personal relationship strategies, and individual tenacity. Sales is a human interaction where the salesperson generally seeks to build a relationship with the customer or buyer. Therefore, knowing information about prospects and developing interest in the world can help to secure sales and retain the customers long term. I'm honored to introduce and interview sales trainer Jason. Welcome. How are you? How are you doing, Kate? And it's a pleasure to be here today. I'm always very honored when someone invites me on their podcast, and especially when it centers around uh, mental health. And it's such a key area at the moment because we've been in this pandemic, but even before the pandemic, it's uh, it's just so um, vital. And how you speak to yourself is just absolutely one of the biggest essential things that we all have to do as human beings. Sales is what I do and what I train and I've had over 25 years, but it's actually been affecting lots and lots of people in different areas of business. So the way I develop and the way I work with people, I work from the inside out, not the outside in. And what I mean by that is I help people generate their mindset first. And I think that's the biggest thing that you can do in any business or sales career is work from what motivates you, what inspires you, what brings you forward? Because it's all about bringing yourself forward. But I always find the internal landscape is something which is quite critical to say and suggest to yourself the words that empower you and motivate you forward. The challenge is, and what we know, is how you self-talk and the dialogue which is internalized and how you criticize yourself. The, the key thing is, because of our, uh, the way that we've built with our fight, flight or freeze mechanism, is we tend to do as human beings, and you already know this, is we either fight, flight or freeze. But because of the way that the world is today, and we've all gone up uh, uh, and we've fast forwarded, the reptilian side of the brain hasn't really caught up with the rest of our emotional brain and our critical factual brain. And what it does 70% of the time is negative, negative thoughts, negative feelings, negative associations, two things. 
and the rest of it's 30%. It's how do we manage that and what we need to do to actually get ourselves into the right place and the right state to do that. And it takes a lot of practice and a lot of effort to actually generate the right positive feelings as opposed to the negative feelings. And it's also to catch ourselves in, the, in, in a state. And there's lots of areas that we can do and we can discuss around this today. Yeah, brilliant. Honored to host you here, Jason. And you know, would you say that like physical health, mental health can be cultivated, that negative talk we are so wired to do, we can fix it and turn it around. Hence, you were focusing on helping people go from inside and out. Mm -hmm. Would you say that? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is helping people get the right emotions, the right resistance. I wouldn't say um, there's lots of things talking uh, around about resilience today. It's, it's a word, but what does it mean? In sales, particularly in business, it's bounce back. It's how you can get over critical things that people have said to you. When you're speaking to a client and they give you negative feedback and say, no, this is not for me. You take it personally, or you can pers you can take things personally. And especially in business and salespeople, and I'm working on a program at the moment, a global program, and it is about resilience. What can we do to learn, grow? But a lot of resilience is based on learning an approach and a system and a systematic to get yourself back on track. So you're actually saying the right things to yourself, go well that was then let's move forward that was then this is let's move forward the problem sometimes that we get is we visualize stuff that has actually happened in the past and we see it as if it's already happened but that's where the challenge actually happens because a lot of the time we spend our time in the past where we should be spending our time in the present and focusing on what we can adversely change for the future and how we can actually do that there's lots of systems based around that work. We can actually positively, intently change and how we project the world. For sure. I mean, the key word here is projection. Well, let's get personal here, Jason. What is your mm -hmm. one personal story pertaining to mental health which has shaped your life view today? I'm particularly interested in your passion of sales, working with people, psychology. What has helped you go into this field? And could you be a little bit vulnerable with us? Yeah, I've been in sales for over 25 years. Started out in, in London. I'm English, living in Dublin. And I've always been fascinated by the human connection with people. That's why I call myself the sales relationship coach because everything that we do, and it's taken me a long time to figure this out and figure out my why and what I do and help I, help people build relationships that last. The sales will happen at the event at some stage, but it's that connection, it's that human connection. Let's talk about mental health. And this is something that is quite personable to me as well. Um, one of my very best friends, uh, 15 years ago, he just couldn't uh, commit to life. And he tried to hung, hang himself once, tried it again and he tried it the third time and he succeeded. And one of my very best friends that I grew up with, uh, two uh, from the age of 10, um, uh, known in all of my life, and just like a brother to me from another mother, and he committed suicide two years ago. And for me to see that, 
that just really shook my world and I was absolutely devastated literally two years ago um, a couple of weeks ago and it would have been his 50th birthday last year so that really took a, a big shake to my foundation of who I am and just threw me out and if I was speaking to him the night that he did it so that's what made it even worse because you just don't know what the other person is thinking and feeling as much as they are sounding like they're they're going okay but the the challenge was he was saying goodbye to everyone at that particular time and it's really to understand people from where they actually are and what they're thinking and feeling that sometimes you just don't know you really don't know because they cover things up it happens to a lot of men and what I did I'm an avid runner and I raised some funds for men's mental health because I did a 26 kilometer mountain one in aid of men's mental health because I think it's just so important to raise awareness about the people's health mental health and what they're actually going through and the challenges that they're actually facing sometimes people mask mask it up and they don't tell you where they actually are and where they actually are and you have the conversations with people and uh, sometimes it just sound completely positive and they're having fun and they're having a laugh and you go oh okay they're all right but you don't know until you know and it's one of those things that maybe you have to really listen intently to understand where they actually are and what they're actually doing like i have friends that just talk about i'm depressed i'm depressed i'm depressed i'm depressed and they just keep carrying on and they suck the life out of you when you speak with them but sometimes you have to reach out to them and go well what's the best use of your time right now what can you do to make an impact what can you do to change the way that you are and it is a state change like yesterday was terrible bad place i felt all right in the morning i just sent myself for a walk and i was out for an hour uh, i have a broken foot by the way so a, a recovering broken foot <laughs> But, you know, I, I just had to get myself out. And after walking for an hour, I came back and I felt in a, in a better place. And it is, I find myself, if I'm feeling not so good, and even if I'm working and I'm delivering results, is to take yourself out of that place. Take yourself out of that environment. Take yourself somewhere different. Because what you are, you're anchored into a place. Like we are now, we're both sitting down. If you're feeling negative about where you are, change the place, change the situation, go to green spaces, go to near water, go to near nature, sit down and just look around and look at the clouds, look at something and focus in on that. And once you, we know that movement changes state, we know that once the oxygen and once the blood rushes around your body, you can change the way that you think and feel about situation from a holistic point of view because then you can actually start to rationalize the thoughts the challenge that we do have is we're emotional creatures and we think feel see hear taste and smell in a particular way so let's change the environment change the things that are around you to make an impact in what you can do then start to think about how you can do this and the place and start to think about to tell yourself to shut up and um, tell yourself to stop thinking crap thoughts because once you start to stop and think 
And the challenge is we don't stop to think, we just continuously roll on, roll on, roll on, roll on, without actually stopping to listen to what we're actually saying and listen to our bodies, and listen to our minds. There's a direct correlation, as you know, is uh, the stomach to the heart, to the head. So there's the connection to the vagus nerve that goes all the way up to the brain. Sometimes we have to listen to our gut feel. What does our gut actually say to us? Because we know there's neurons in the stomach. What does the heart say? Yeah, let me ask you a question. Well, first of all, um, I am sorry you've um, had to go through uh, losing your friends. That, that must be really challenging. And if you go back to that conversation the day before he succeeded taking his life out, were you listening to your gut feeling? Did you know this was going to happen? No, no, not at all. I didn't, didn't see it whatsoever. And even speaking, it was fine, joking about stuff that we used to do when we were 10, 11, and having fun, and talking about music, and all of the other things. And I didn't suspect a thing. It's just one of those things that no one did. Like, I know he spoke to lots and lots of people. But um, it was, yeah, it's very it's very hard to know, notice. Uh, funny enough, um, a guy that I know in, in Dublin did the same thing and no one knew. Like, he took his life. He, he was drinking a lot. And I'd noticed from that, he wasn't in the right place the last time I saw him. Like, I didn't know him overly well, but I went to his funeral because it was just uh, full of respect. But sometimes you just don't see it. When it's facing in front of you, unless you really are noticing everyone for uh, mental health and you really are noticing everyone for whatever. But what are the subtle clues? There, there, there's got to be some subtle clues. Some people are obvious and you can tell. Mm -hmm. uh, but other people, you just don't know. And it's... I think it's making the difference to connect with people. And this is all what I'm about anyway, building up relationships on a business sense. But it's keeping in touch and contact with people because you don't know what they're going through. You might not have spoken to them for six months a year. But I, every now and again, I just go, well, who can I speak to? Like, who haven't I spoken to for a while? I pick up the phone and I start a conversation and go, hey, how are you doing? And blah, 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 having mm -hmm. a normal conversation. Because you just don't know the difference that that can actually make to someone else. For sure. Because you made the difference. For sure. Well, okay, so you're a male and I'm a female. And there is, in your message, I hear that some people, uh, particularly the examples of male figures in your life, was good at putting on a mask and that you did not know what was going on behind the mm -hmm. facade. So what would you advise our listeners, silently listening, if you were again in that situation with your friend before he, he died, what would you tell him if he had known that he was suffering silently? What would you tell him? Something I learned the other day, uh, I was on a facilitation course thing, but it's, how are you? And you go, yeah, I'm good. And you go, how are you really? Those sort of things, just how are you really, makes a massive difference. Yeah, that feels suddenly energetically like you really care about it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, 
how are you now really? So all of these things are going, how are you now really, is stating where you are now and go, really? Okay. And it gives you, gives the other person a chance to actually go, oh, hold on a sec. Oh yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay or I'm not. And then they carry on and go, well, it's better out than in. Everything's better out and better that you speak about something than not and keep it bottled up inside your head. We all do it. And uh, sometimes it's just to capture those times when you are doing it and you are bottling it up because sometimes you do need to speak to someone. And if you don't have anyone to speak to, that's the challenge. I always say just pick up the phone, connect with someone. Even those little bit of incremental differences make the difference. And why don't I get to carry on here for a second because I want to make a point. It's that human connection that we make with everyone in our lives. When you get frustrated that your technology is not working and you get onto customer uh, care and then you go, you start to rant and rave and we all do it. Ah, it's not working as well. Imagine what, what it's like from their point of view, listening to the stuff that they listen to. I always think if you're kind and you're good to that person, they're more willing to help you out because you're not shouting and screaming at them that what actually happens in their heads is the barriers go up. Same as when you go into a retail store. What I like to do is just send a, I don't do it all the time, but when I think about it is going, come and give us a smile. When I ask, is there anything else you want to go? Yeah, I want a smile, give me a smile. <laughs> because they start to laugh and they start to giggle and they go, well, I've done that. I've, I've made someone's day and I made them laugh, I made them giggle. It's, uh, it's just something else. When you see someone a little bit down and miserable, you just, what can you do? What's one thing that you can do to make the difference? And it is, and I'm going back to where and what I'm all about, that human connection, the relationships that you make with the other person, positive or negative, however the point of view is actually done at those particular times. So what can you do right now to make the difference? And it is the difference. How can you change someone's state to feeling quite good? We all know humor is one of the biggest things that you can actually do. And as long as you can make someone laugh per day, then the better it is. And then you change someone's state. And you, if they if they stop thinking those crap thoughts for now, and they start to laugh, something that I do when I, I always feel in a bad way is I, I listen to a bit of comedy. Uh, yeah, it just changes my state. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's a fun thing to do and they go, well, that made me laugh, that made me giggle. Uh, let me get back to it, I feel better now. Yeah, you know, Monty Python, that doesn't make me Yeah, Monty Python is good. Uh, there's a comedian in uh, England called Jimmy Carr. He's just phenomenally funny. Uh, there's loads and loads of good comedians out there uh, globally that's uh, whatever your personal tastes are like, whatever makes you giggle, whatever makes you laugh. Mm -hmm. Well, Jason, you've mentioned how do we get through the mental health challenges? How do we be there for someone who may be silently suffering? What is the go-to strategy for calming your mind instantly? Would you say that to calm your mind instantly, would you say, how are you doing? How am I really doing? Would you ask yourself that too? Mm. Yeah. And something, some of the things that I do is to close my eyes. 
and meditate and close my eyes, relax and make things nice and calm and all around you and notice the certain things that are inside you to make yourself relaxed and make yourself good inside. So good affirmations make you feel good. Uh, meditations, guided meditations make you feel good inside to focus in on a point of your mind. Uh, I remember years ago, my mum uh, was a yoga teacher and I used to go and see her when she was doing the yoga and she'd have a, a, a candle in the middle of the room and everyone used to focus in on the candle. So that's what sometimes I think about when I go inside. And it is to sh shut and silence and relax and relax the muscles in your mind, relax the muscles in your forehead and all the way through your body. Once you start to relax, you start to feel good and your body starts to feel better. Another thing that I do is exercise. That's a meditation in myself. That is the meditation. When I go out running, I can't at the moment, but when I do go running, um, I run in the mountains and I go into a state of peace. Thing is, you go into a meditation yourself, but the only thing that you focus on is your body. And you play games with your head is, oh God, I'm running up a hill, I'm running up a hill. Should I stop? Should I start? Should I? You play little mind games with yourself. But it's that those sort of points that you focus in on something or you're focusing on the ground around you, or you're focusing on the scenery around you. And it's good to go to really beautiful open spaces because you can see what's around you. And especially once you're up and running into nature and not running on the roads, running up into nature is just the best thing. And at the end of it, you just feel completely euphoric. You feel on top of the world, your, your heart's pounding, uh, you're getting the, the dopamine sticks, uh, sticks. You, you get all the brain chemistry hitting in all at the same time. Um, you just feel absolutely incredible. So I always suggest whatever works for you, cycling, running, walking, uh, swimming or, or whatever. I find once you start to exercise and start to exercise the mind and the brain and the heart and everything else, that's a meditation in itself because mm -hmm. you're going in, but you're also getting brain chemicals as well at the same time yeah i agree anything can be a meditative practice once you become aware that you're running up the mountain you are aware of your thoughts and you're also aware that you're not catching on to those thoughts and let it drip by and things like that yeah. jason you've shared lots of wisdom here what is your six word story you like our audience to take with today The story that I'd like to say is just connect with people. The more people that you can connect with, the better it well, the better it can be for you, but it's the impacts that you're making on other people. Empathy is the biggest thing that you can take. You just don't know what other people are thinking, feeling in business or in your personal life. So make a difference because it, you just don't know what the difference might be. And always be kind. Always be kind, yeah, always be kind, always be smiling, always be generous with your time. Things in life has a way of working itself way back to yourself. If you set the intent right, and it is the right intent, uh, because if you set that out and then things will happen, and they do. When you're in a neg negative state, 
um, the brain is a supercomputer. If you program and you say, today will be a bad day, if you type that into Google right now, you're going to come up with thousands and thousands of things saying today's going to be a bad day. But if you write the other thing around, uh, I'm going to have a wonderful day today, what's going to happen? Loads and loads of things are going to happen on your Google search is today's going to be a wonderful day. And all of the things that's going to say there is going to, today's going to be a wonderful day. So think of that to your brain and think of that to your mind, because that's how we program ourselves. We program ourselves to a negative or program ourselves to a positive. It's down to you how you want to program yourself. We have a choice and it is our choice to go to the good neighborhood or bad neighborhood. And yep. from having, you know, gone through mental health challenges myself as a healer, I know information like what you shared today is like an anchor for listeners who may be in the bad neighborhood for, for now yep. to, to get some insight and bring them out to the positive. So yes, we do have choices. We do have a choice. At, at the same time, any support is welcome. Jason, mm. how do our audience get in touch with you? Oh, that's easy. Uh, JasonCooper.io. Find me on LinkedIn. If you put Jason Cooper there, you'll find me because I post pretty much most days. I am on Instagram at Jason A. Cooper. I'm on Twitter at Jason A. Cooper. I'm also on Clubhouse. I moderate a couple of uh, sales rooms. But I'm also on the 413. That's how I know Kate. You can find me on Clubhouse as well. Just search for my name. JasonCooper.io is my email. If you want to connect and ask me any questions, I'm more than willing and able to help. Mm. It's been a pleasure to listen with you and gain wisdom and information from your perspective in the sales industry, also psychology, everything's so connected. Thank you for sharing your valuable insight and time with us. And hello to 413 community. Yes, we did meet there and we frequently show up there and there are many beautiful business-minded people gathering there on Clubhouse called 413. Yes, Jason, thank you. Thank you, thank you so much. Thanks for joining us today, empowering millennials and Generation X to stand up to what's normal. I appreciate your time. This is an episode series, Make Mental Health Normal with Life of Emerald, advocating for listeners like you. For more information, join us our community Instagram page at lifeofemerald underscore. Find us on LinkedIn at lifeofemerald and visit our homepage lifeofemerald.com. Currently, we have 30-day happiness program happening for you for extra support. Go to lifeofemerald.com slash all-classes. Till next time, take care.